Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi there, welcome along to a special episode of the High Performance Podcast where myself and Professor Damien Hughes, hello, hello, are going to delve into some of the quickfire questions that we ask at the end of each episode. Um, Damien, the interesting thing is, you know, we ask a lot of questions, right? And what are your three non-negotiables? Seems to kind of capture people's attention from the very early weeks of the High Performance Podcast. Why yeah. do you think that is? I think it's because people don't like ambiguity uncertainty and ambiguity creates confusion and then confusion leads to underperformance so i think when you tell people with transparency and clarity this is what i'm not prepared to compromise on people then have a choice they can either engage with you or they can choose not to but there's no like there's no room to sit on the fence with it and i think people crave that in our in a world of ambiguous language i tell you what then let's have a a listen and a look at some of the non-negotiables that have been shared with us over the past few years of the high performance podcast honesty love and doing good calming energy i want people to be able to calm each other down and be able to be empathetic to each other we are here we're here for a short time um and it really is about making daily decisions about how you get the best from your day and your life um and when you compromise on that you compromise on your well-being and your happiness so i would drop that i'd say be on time put team first and commit 100 percent. don't dip your toe in Another thing would be hard work because <laughs> I work incredibly hard. And one of the things I've found over time is you need people who want to work in an entrepreneurial business, who can move with the times and who are adaptable. Always give your best. Very basic. Be willing to learn and improve and put the interests of the team before your own personal interests. And the third one, non-negotiable. Gotta respect my mum, man. That's it. She's the OG of the family. You gotta respect her. Respect my mum, then you're good. Everything's cool. Do you know what? A non-negotiable is a great attitude. Just, just, just everything you do. Yeah. Just be open-minded. Work hard. Give everything you can. Do you think there's a common thread? I do. Go on. Uh, well, the biggest one for me is when people have said it in different ways. It's the being all in. It's the being dedicated. It is being some people say it's being ruthless some people say it's being committed all in was what Stephen Gerrard said and I I love that one because I actually think that my three non-negotiables have definitely changed over the years but being all in 
is the only one that has remained stable the whole time because I don't, I don't see how you can be high performance at anything unless you're all in. I think, actually, I can see I can be high performance at something, right, without being all in if you're really bloody talented. Because I think Lionel Messi could not be all in in football and still be good, right? But I don't think you realise your true potential. I don't think that you get to the end of your days and think, do you know what, I've done myself justice unless you were all in. Because there's always that little bit left on the table where you go, what if, what if I'd just done a little bit more? What if I'd really gone to my maximum? And you'll never know. And that's a real shame, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, and that's why I'd, like, I disagree slightly that I think like Lionel Messi could be world-class performance without going all in. But I don't think he could be his definition of high performance. So that leads us to Mario Otoji, who gave us that distinction of world-class is a set of external parameters or, or or guidelines for what would constitute excellent performance high performance is more subjective what you're capable of doing so i think messi could be world class but not necessarily his definition of high performance which just sets a completely different bar let's take this a step further then what is the learnings from this that have been applied in the real world that excites you the most, either from a guest that we've had on the podcast or something that you've seen on social media where you think, bloody hell, these non-negotiables are really, really resonating. I've seen a few. I've seen uh, on that Arsenal documentary that was done on Amazon, uh, uh, Mikel Arteta was uh, actually writing up the term non-negotiables. I've heard Marcus Rashford at Manchester United talk about the non-negotiable that he was dropped for was about timekeeping for a meeting and the manager... Uh, dropped him for a game and he accepted the consequences because he knew that it had been communicated. So they're just two really quick examples. I've heard Steve Borthwick with England talk about it. Um, So in elite sport, I often feel really excited when you hear coaches using this language to be able to communicate with transparency and then consistency what their standards of their culture are expected to be. So... I get a little bit of a buzz every time I hear that. Oh, well, I loved it when Eddie Howe said the first thing he did with his Newcastle squad was ask them what their non-negotiables were and then tell them to listen to the podcast. Fantastic. <laughs> but I see a lot of schools um, getting in touch on LinkedIn or on Instagram or on Twitter and they have boards of non-negotiables. So for people listening to this, let's help them create their own three non-negotiables. What's the first thing that you think we should think about when we try and work out what they are? The first thing is um, that phrase that we use countless times on the podcast success leaves clues you have to identify what success is in your world if you're in a sales team it might be the best customer feedback you've ever had if you're a teacher it might be the pupil who the student whose life you've made the biggest difference to if you're a sports coach it might be the best game you've ever coached whatever it is you decide what the parameters are then you invite people to contribute and say what were the behaviors that were present when success occurred. A bit like green lights. When we spoke to Matthew McConaughey, he said, look for the good times in your life and work out what you were doing at that point. So if someone is struggling at the moment, maybe they should think about a time when they felt great and things were going their way. What were their behaviours? What were, Who were the people they were hanging around with? What were they thinking every time when they woke up in the morning? Well, think of what emanates from doing precisely that, Jake. So the first thing is, what a nice activity to do. So you're not having to go over your biggest failures or your regrets or anything that leaves you uncomfortable. It's a warm task to do. 
Secondly, you'll definitely have some thoughts on it, so you're not going to be struggling for insight. But the third and most significant thing is confidence is built upon evidence. So what you're doing here is finding evidence of what you're already capable of doing. And what you're trying to do for high performance, again, is that phrase that so many of our guests have told us about, is then apply it with consistency. So you're trying to find what you know you're capable of doing and then just do that every day, every time, every occasion, which eventually leads to high-performance results. See, I pick up on two big lessons I've learned from hosting this podcast. The first one is that if you're not agile, you're fragile. Yeah. So when you're thinking of your three non-negotiables, please don't feel that they need to be the same forever. Literally, they can be different tomorrow. Absolutely. I think that's really important. You know, we're growing all the time. You know, you and I are different people to the people that started this conversation five minutes ago, right? That's the way the world works. And I think that is really important. The other big lesson for me was when we spoke to the entrepreneur, Susie Marr, yep. about infinite purpose. I think when it comes to finding your non-negotiables, you know, it isn't about um, having a six pack. It's about making sure I'm as fit as I can be. You know, that should be a non-negotiable. You know, that becomes caring for my body. Well, it might be that, you know, sometimes you're thinner than you should be or fatter than you should be or not as cardio fit as you should be. But if, if caring for your body is one of your non-negotiables, then the right thing is always going to be at the top. And I think the other thing is, like, I still think people are sh a little bit, not necessarily shy, but they're a bit nervous or anxious about sharing this kind of stuff. I want people to turn non-negotiables into an everyday conversation in the office. So if someone's listening to this, they don't have to be the CEO or the MD or the founder. They can literally just be a staff member. Start talking like this. Start sending emails around on a Monday. Start asking people, what are your non-negotiables? Because actually, yes, it's interesting to hear them. But more than that, it's a really unique window into the soul and the belief system and the confidence and the happiness of that person i think yeah. you really very quickly understand someone when you hear their three non-negotiables yeah I, I, I saw something recently that might help people frame this that it was a it was a sign in a dry cleaning company's window that said we can offer you cheap fast or quality but they said you, but you can only choose two so if you want it fast it's not going to be cheap but it will be quality. <laughs> yeah. But if speed isn't the option, we can offer it cheap, but it'll still be quality. Or if you want it quality, <laughs> this is where we get confused. We can do it fast and it's going to be expensive. Yeah. But the idea is that they're non-negotiables with cheap, fast and quality, but you can only choose two of them. You did well. And then there, it's I? up to you. Yeah. And but it's I was worried but, for you at one point. <laughs> I was for myself. But it's up to you as a customer to then say, I'll have those two. So you get into their belief systems as well as what you're offering. So I think that you're right. If you were having this conversation in in an office, for example, and you're saying, whenever you deal with my team, this is what you can expect from us. You, you create certainty that I know that in every interaction, and then people can give you feedback on those, on what you promised you, you were going to deliver so that it keeps you constantly innovating, constantly open to new ideas and keeps raising your own bar of high performance. Should we offer our three non-negotiables then? Go on. Well, all in. Is That's my sure. first one. Um, I'm not sure how to frame this next one, but I, I want it to be something like, um, like I'm a realist, yeah? But I'm, a, I'm also an optimist. So I, I kind of want to say real optimism, which basically means not stupid optimism, like everything's going to be fine because everything isn't always fine, yeah, yeah. but optimism that I know that I'll be able to cope with it. So I think optimism is a, is a non-negotiable for me, but not blind faith optimism. So you need to be all in. Yeah, yeah. You need to be 
optimistic. And I do think that a really important one for me is consistency. I really struggle with people who are great one day and not great the next, or they put a load of effort in one week and they don't the next week. And I just, I don't know where I stand with those people. I think it's very easy to have a conversation with someone if they're just not delivering. It's very hard to have a conversation if they sometimes are delivering. Yeah, yeah. Because then the question is, what? why are they not able to do it on a regular basis? And there's a lot to unpick there. So be an optimist. Yep. Be consistent. Be all in. I like them. And have they changed since we started? Yeah, definitely. Because they're all really positive. When we first started, I would have said, like, um, constant hard work, take the knockbacks and the setbacks and the difficult times, um, and, you know, surround yourself with high achievers. It would have been that sort of thing. But even, like, surrounding yourself with high achievers now to me is absolute nonsense. Because someone can be a high achiever, but totally against your morals or your mindset or the yeah. culture that you want to create, you know? And that's where this podcast has changed entirely for me. I thought it was about achieving loads, but it isn't. It's about finding happiness. And I love optimistic people who are consistent and give it their all. Love that. I've given you enough thinking time now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, my first one is, um, one that my dad used to say to me was that if, uh, if your presence doesn't make a difference, nobody will notice your absence. Lovely. So it's that idea of in every interaction you do, just try and offer something. Come in looking to make a contribution that's worthwhile to people. So in every interaction like that, like that's what used to kill me when I, when I had a proper job, that I'd sit in meetings and felt I had nothing to contribute to them and then was bored and, and sort of apathy took over. So positive contribution. Second one is try and have a bit of a laugh because I think like you think about the interviews we do where it's the ones where you're really having fun and you're enjoying it where I feel like I remember more, I learn more and I feel like the guest gives us more. Mm -hmm. So try to create an atmosphere where people can have fun. And then the third one is um, kindness, which sounds a bit twee, but I just think that when you treat people with kindness, there's all kinds of things that associate with it, being treating people with dignity, seeing people, hearing them, being, you know, being respectful to people. I think all of that is tied up in it. And I just think that when you do that, people tend to thrive and offer more as well, both myself and the people that you work with. So they're the three, make a positive contribution, try and have fun, but do it with kindness. Love it, mate. Thanks so much for that. I enjoyed that little chat. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. And now our challenge for you. What are your three non-negotiables? Hit the High Performance Podcast up on Instagram. Come to us on LinkedIn. You can send me or Damien a, a message on Twitter, but we'd love to hear your three non-negotiables. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.